Hi, and welcome to this month's Mac Learning Environments webcast. I'm Scott Morris, and I'll be your moderator today. First, I just want to give you a pre-announcement on next month's webcast, which will feature iTunes U integration, and that webcast is on March 28th, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're going to cover authentication, integration, some of the APIs that come with iTunes U now, the upload and course provisioning, and also how to integrate iTunes U into your course management or learning management or virtual learning environment uh, infrastructure. Uh, presenters, so far we have Eric Bailey, who's the engineering manager for the iTunes U uh, uh, service, and uh, we will have some community and customers involved with the webcast as well. Now on to today's webcast. Today's webcast is Think Out of the Inbox, Peer-to-Peer -peer Managed Teamwork with Colano's Workplace 1.0. We have with us today in the studio Gil Hyman, Head of Customer Advocacy of Colano Software, and Matteo Fabiano, Head of Marketing and Business Development, also from Colano's. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Gil, and he'll take us through the presentation. Gil? Thanks, Scott. Uh, Matteo and I are really excited to be here today. Uh, this is a great opportunity for us, and uh, we are looking forward to this. So let's take a look at what Colonus is. Colonus Software, Colonus Workplace, our, uh, our flagship solution, is really a client. It's residing on your computers. And when I say a client, it's, you open your computer, and you can see immediately that you have this uh, dashboard in front of you. And we're looking right now at a Mac version of Colonos, but you can have this on Linux and on Windows. So it's cross-platform, and you can have it regardless of what uh, operating system the team member has running. You can have it across any platform and work jointly on it. So let's go straight into what Colonos Workplace is and the market that we're actually addressing. So teams are becoming more and more uh, prevalent as part of the work that we do throughout the day. And regardless if you are in across organizations, you don't have to be within one certain company or uh, university or uh, college. You can actually uh, work across different teams and be able to share your project uh, content through uh, with, with all the different members, regardless of where they're located, regardless of the operating system. And with Colonus, you can actually form these teams ad hoc without needing to plan in advance and set up any uh, uh, early, uh, uh, for example, security or permissions. So let's take a look right now at other uh, aspects of what our uh, teams of today. So they're dispersed, they're mobile. Uh, every task that you do in a team is very collaborative in nature. And the structure of teams forming, people joining and leaving teams, is also very dynamic. As far as uh, support, you know, many of us, when we small businesses, students, uh, do not have the IT support that is required at enterprise level, uh, for example, collaboration solutions. And the fact is that Colanos is trying to address a market which is very much focused on these unserved um, teams or small businesses, students, that need enterprise level collaboration solutions but cannot have access to them, be it because of the IT support, be it because of the costly uh, license fees. So by having this free uh, Colonus Workplace solution, people can form team and joint projects quickly and share these workspaces together. So let's see what people are doing right now. And ask yourselves today when you open your email inbox, how many of those emails that came in 
are actually related to a team project. Now, for some of you out there, you might not be as team intensive as others, but we know and uh, we've been working with the MBAs and various researchers and journalists, people that are working in more team intensive environments, that so much of their work is team based and what we're doing is we're actually falling back to email for the most part and occasionally some instant messaging and other applications such as file servers or various hosted components uh, applications that require this content online co uh, connection or that are costly such as these file servers or groupwares then you have the other point solutions which are just part of a team project with Colonus Workplace it is one place to do all your team uh, projects and even if it's one team project, you do it all in one place and you don't have to jump around different applications. And for some extent, the social networking such as LinkedIn and Sing uh, also are somewhat related to what Colonna's Workplace is going with our applications. So uh, getting back to the student market, we have been targeting this market for a reason. We know that this market, specifically MBA programs, and Mateo and I are both graduates from MBA programs. and felt firsthand this team intensity period where we were working on more than one team project uh, for a long time and w we had a need for something better than just email which is still the common uh, application used in our schools and this year many years later after we've graduated so we polled a class of students here in San Francisco of MBA students and asked them how much of their time they're spending on team projects and you know the numbers shouldn't be that's staggering, but it's amazing how not the numbers as much as how this hasn't changed over so many years. And people are still doing so much teamwork, yet the solution that they're using has been the same. And uh, some of the numbers here, 75% answered that they spend more than 50% of their overall time on schoolwork on teamwork. And then 100% of them used to, are working on two or more teams concurrently. So again, it's not just you have one team project, but you're juggling more than one project at the same time. Of course, email is the, uh, the most common application. Everybody uses email, even if it is a many-to-many -many, uh, application or, or communication that's taking place. And email is not a many-to-many -many solution. Uh, IM is also very popular. And then you have the shared folders and the hosted solutions, such as a Sakai project and other applications that are very common at schools. And uh, when we polled them for what are the main challenges, the main issue that came up was managing all the different communications and documents that are related to this project. So let's look at some of the problems that are associated with this current scenario of email and instant messaging and uh, other point solutions that our teams are using uh, so far. So when you upload a file, for example, at, with a hosted solution, you, you can't do the batch. You cannot throw in multiple files at once. And you have to do a certain action in addition to just updating your file. You have to go and upload it, and you have to make sure that people are online. Uh, other issues, when you upload it, what if the file crashed? What if it didn't get there? You have no idea if it did or not arrive. Uh, who made the last changes? You don't know who, who made the last changes, when they were made. And you know, emails obviously get lost and everybody's using a different instant messenger. So we've got chaos going on, and it's not that one uh, consolidated solution, which some enterprise users are uh, lucky to have, fortunate to have, because the company can afford it. But even those enterprise solutions, we feel, are still not the solution that uh, users adopt of choice. 
So who is in this space? And let's start off by looking at the hosted and the enterprise. And we're looking at here two aspects of the collaboration space. One is who it's oriented to. Is it the enterprise level or the consumer level? And I've been referring to this earlier, is we, Colanos, are addressing this unserved market of students, of small businesses, of small companies, of companies that are scattered that cannot afford to be within one single firewall. So people that need to be able to quickly form teams across geographic boundaries, across different platforms. They have Mac, they have Linux, they have Windows users. So the, the enterprise and consumer aspect is very important to differentiate. And then the peer-to-peer -peer versus the hosted. And this is where we really we stand out, and not many companies are in this space. So let's take a look first, hosted and enterprise. And one example in the education space is Blackboard. It's a great academic solution. It's a hosted solution, but it focuses on the academia. And then you have all the large enterprise solutions, which are very costly and really do not serve the consumer level. And in this consumer level, we can see uh, all these great solutions that have popped up over the last few years, including uh, 37 Signals, Yahoo Groups, uh, Google with its latest applications. But the main drawbacks here are that it is an online-only solution, and it is very much based on a web experience, which we feel with the peer-to-peer -peer provides users with a much easier to use solution. And I'm going to bring up the word easy and simple to use frequently because that's what it really comes down to. Not only having this offline capability as we will have we have right now with the peer-to-peer, -peer, but it's all the different aspects of having a client on your uh, computer and all the other uh, team members of your workspaces. So now let's look at what's in the peer-to-peer -peer space. And most popular, and it's been around for a few years, uh, Groove Networks late, recently acquired by Microsoft. And it's, again, it's a great solution. And where we stand out compared to Groove is that we are targeted to the consumer level. Microsoft Office uh, 2007 is very much enterprise focused. It is going to cost users. And at schools, it might be a free solution that is given to all students. But it still comes down to is that it's an, a solution that is sold for the enterprise. It's still limited to Windows users, a very limited uh, functionality for Mac and Linux users. As well as the fact that, and we know this firsthand from many Groove users that we hear from, it is an overkill of features. And Colanos, the word simple and easy to use, I'm repeating again, is focused on this. We have taken away as, as whatever we could to make it as simple and easy to use so our users can quickly download, install, and share it with their team members. And th this is why there's only two companies in this really this sweet spot, and only one of them, Colanos, is focused on the consumer level. So we actually put together the different aspects, students, uh, and again, we're working very often with students on pilot programs in schools across uh, the globe, not only in the U.S., and we hear from that firsthand what it really that is uh, dry, uh, blocking or preventing them from being able to collaborate and focus on the behavior of team and not be crippled by the solution that they're using to manage their teamwork. And some of these uh, aspects or, or characteristics that came up were, first of all, the context of teams. Colanos allows you to work in the context of your teams. Email, instant message, all these point solutions or even some of the integrated solutions restrict you and uh, do not allow you to keep that content within the context of one or more of the teams that you're working on. The simplicity, as you will see with Colanos, it looks very familiar, even though you may not have used it before, because we have taken existing 
uh, interfaces and application that you use right now and able to use them within Colanos so that the uh, learning curve is very quick and you really can pick up Colanos uh, instantly. Uh, other things are related to the cost, you know, not many people can afford these enterprise solutions. Uh, having this offline mode, by having a client and you're on the plane and you want to work on your uh, workspace or your project, you can go ahead and do whatever changes you want. And once you plug in, when you get off that plane, everything synchronizes with your team members. Uh, other aspects here are the nature of students, for example, working with companies, intern project that they're working, or faculty members, so everybody can have equal access to the workspaces. Uh, Multi-platform, I mentioned already, uh, some solutions out there are very much focused on one operating system. And the lack of IT support is, of course, uh, critical for smaller companies and students who do not have access to this IT support, which could be costly, but also just restricting them from doing things quickly. So here we fit, we fit in there, and this is the main areas that we want to focus on and that we are already capturing this market for that simple reason that we are addressing the main requirements of the student, the faculty, and other small businesses around the world. So what is this peer-to-peer -peer solution that we're talking about? I'm looking right now here at my Mac, and I have my workspace going. And when I say this workspace, or Colonus Workplace, our product, it is a client that's sitting on my computer. And as every project, we have files. We're having discussions related to these uh, files. We are having, uh, we're assigning tasks to each other. And we have various notes. So what we're ha we have all these different aspects of a natural team collaboration uh, taking place. And I'm running this off, off of my client. And the main uh, difference here with this peer-to-peer -peer is whatever I'm doing, it's synchronizing transparently to all the other members that are part of that team. And be it a Windows or a Linux user, it doesn't matter because once you have this workplace installed on your computer, everything transparently synchronizes to the other users so long as they're online. So let's go in right now to the demo and uh, we can see firsthand how Colano's workplace is actually uh, how it works. And the first thing we notice here is that we're looking at Again, this is a client, so we're sitting, this is something that's residing on my computer. And we can see here the different uh, aspects of Colanos, mainly it being a solution that people can be familiar with just by looking at it. It's almost like a dashboard. It's that one place that you go to manage all your team projects. So we can see here there is this one project called Marketing 101, and there's other projects, each tab representing a different project. And I can go... And similar to how I start my Outlook in the morning and I check my new emails, I start Colanos. And since I'm very much team-oriented, I can see the different, uh, uh, all content that's related to my team projects immediately when I start my computer. So Marketing 101 is a student project, and it has different uh, members in it. And we can see just by switching to another workspace that there's different members, there's a different folder structure, and there's different content in it. So we can go back right now to Marketing 101, which is a student project. It's part of a marketing class. And as every project, we have members. So members, this is very familiar for those of you using various instant messengers, is that you have this whole uh, ability to leverage this real-time communications. So I can see that Mateo is online right now, and I can see that he's in our space. And I'm going to send Mateo a message. Again, similar to instant messages, and I can send it to him, and he's online, so he's going to get this message, and he can respond immediately if he wants to. But again, we're looking at this one place for all 
these collaboration needs for the team. So Mateo and uh, I can communicate both real-time and uh, asynchronously. We can also see the other presence of people. Kazien and Franco are online but not active in the workspace. And then I can see whoever's offline. And I can see that Steven and Kazien both have two computers running. They're using Colonus not only as a way to collaborate with their team, but also to sync between computers and have backups of this team project. And again, Steven himself has a Mac and a Windows. Kazian has a laptop and a desktop at home. So this is another uh, advantage of having these workspaces where people can use it not only to work on their projects. The next aspect is the folder structure. Now this should look very familiar to you because it is typical to the Finder, typical to Windows Explorer. We don't want people to start ramping up a new uh, functionality. Once they see the folder structure, it's very similar to the behavior of other uh, common folder application, and people can just drag and drop, create subfolders, and throw in content into them once they've set up the folder structure. And each project has its own folder structure. So once we have all these folders in place, and you can go ahead and make changes, and remember, any change you make, since it's peer-to-peer, -peer, it's synchronizing transparently to all members that are online. Let's go look at the content right now. So in these folders, you can store objects. This is how we refer to our content. And there's five different objects types that we, uh, that's how we call them, tasks, discussions, files, notes, and links. So these object types, and let's take a look one by one at them. For example, the file object. The file object is any application file that you're using right now. The goal, again, is to use as much as you're familiar with right now on your computer. If you're using Pages, if you're using uh, PNG or Keynote, or if you're using any Office files, you can still use them with Colanos. All you have to do is throw them into your workspace, and these are treated as binary files. They're shared with your members, and if they're not online, once they get online, they will transparently synchronize with the other members. So again, in this case right now, we have various files, and we're going to go and take a look at how we can change make changes to these files and how Colanos is actually going to capture these changes. So I'm looking at right now at this PowerPoint presentation and I can see that Mateo has made changes recently. I can see that little orange mark is showing there's new content there. I'm going to open that file and again it immediately opens the application on my computer and I'm going to make a change. And when I make this change, again, I'm going to have the ability to broadcast, to let my other team members know that I made a change uh, immediately so long as they are online. So I made this change and I save it and then I'm going to exit this PowerPoint and I'm going to go back to Colanos. Now Colanos is going to notice immediately that I made a change and it's going to ask me, do you want to save this change? Now if I do save this change, what's going to happen is that it's going to update those fields, the properties that are related to this file, and not only it's going to update it on my computer, but Already, as we are doing this, these changes are being sent to all the online team members, Mateo, Kazien, and Franco, and they're going to get these little orange markers and a visual and an audio alert that indicates there's new content, when it was made, and who made that last change. So this is a file object. Let's take a look at the other objects right now. Let's take a look at the link object, similar to favorites, similar to other uh, common uh, ways of storing links to different URLs. You can put links to any website. You can put links to blogs, wikis. So what you're doing is you're actually having a way to manage all your uh, links, all your uh, web or hosted um, sites that you can put together so people have access to them. Uh, other objects here, let's take a look at the notes. 
So in this case, similar to stickies or post-it notes, you can throw in a quick update a text file that allows people to see this short message and send it. Remember, every change that I make is being sent to other members. So instead of throwing in a whole Word document or a different uh, uh, word processing document, I can put those in notes. The task object, as we see here right now, again, very similar to popular uh, task uh, applications. I can go and I can assign any team member in this workspace. I can ass assign the uh, due date, the start date. I can go ahead and update the progress or you know, make any changes that are related to this task. And once I submit it, the changes take place and it's also sent to the other team members. Now let's take a look at discussions. Discussions is very important to the workspace because for till now we are doing these discussions outside of our, uh, where our, our collaboration spaces and by having them again in one place we can actually control the synchronous and asynchronous communications and having them in one location. So by posting this discussion here and taking advantage of this asynchronous channel I can put a message here which uh, Stephen who's, not, who's offline right now will see it once he gets online. And not only that, I have an audit trail. Another advantage is having more than one discussion going on at real time. So I can manage, oh, by the way, I just noticed that somebody updated the discussion, and I can see that Matteo just made a quick change. So I, again, this is happening in real time. This discussion could be just like Instant Messenger if both members are online. So going back, let's take a look how different discussions can take place in one time. Instead of throwing in all uh, correspondences in one long uh, chat and you know this is a big uh, difference from other instant messaging or chat applications because it allows people to focus on only the correspondences or the chats that they are related to and separate it out so for quick access and prioritizing your time based on uh, whatever is related to the work that you're doing. So now that we've done that discussion let's take a look at how we create a workspace the simplicity of creating an entire new workspace so I went to the create space and I am now creating a Mac demo. The next step, I'm going to add the folders. Now you can do this right now or you can do this later on, but I'm going to create one folder and call it presentations and I'm going to add that to the folder structure. The next step is I'm going to invite team members. It's similar to the folders, you don't have to do this right now, but with this wizard you can actually invite anybody uh, at this time that is online and I'm going to invite Matteo and once I invite him and finish this workspace, Matteo is going to actually going to get a message on his computer, on his workspace, that he's been invited to a workspace. So what we see right now is that this new tab has been created. There's a new project. Matteo is in a pending status. Once he uh, accepts the invitation, then he will be able to uh, start synchronizing with this workspace and get the content of Mac demo. So we see here there's new different members a different folder structure. Oh, Matteo just accepted the invitation to the workspace. Notice how his present status has changed to yellow, meaning that he is not, no longer pending. And once he completes the synchronization of the workspace, once he receives it, he will actually go green and become an active member in the workspace and be able to actually uh, add new content and update it. So in the meantime, I can go ahead until Matteo gets the workspace and start populating the workspace. I'm going to add a file. In this case, I'm going to throw in a, let's see what I have here. I'm going to throw in this pages document or the keynote. 
And you can see again, I'm going straight into my finder, throwing in the file. And again, Mateo, once he's online, he's going to see also this file. I'm going to throw in also discussion. So even if I was offline, I could have done all this. So since Colonus allows you to do all these things uh, when you're offline, and then once I get online, all these new changes get updated to the members that are also with me online. And in this case right now, I'm going to post something new in the discussion. And Mateo, as we can still see, he's still in this yellow status. Oh, he's just changed. So now Mateo received the workspace. He's an active member in the workspace. And he can post content if he wants to. And he has received all the different objects that I posted in this workspace. So let's see. Uh, right now I can see, in addition to seeing Mateo online, I can see he's active in additional workspaces that we both share. And when I say active, it means that he has those tabs open in front of him and as opposed to being closed where he's still online but not active in them. And I can see that Matteo just posted some new content and I can go ahead and respond to him. So we're having this real-time communication but there's an audit trail. Everything is stored in the discussion. So when you want to refer to it later on, it's always there and you can have multiple discussions. Let's go back to the Marketing 101 project. We can see here all the different new uh, content that has been posted. Matteo made some changes. I can follow these markers. And again, I can prioritize my time based on these markers, based on these alerts. And these alerts also come in audio, which we can't hear over the demo right now. But this alerts members to new content in their workspaces. And I can, again, prioritize my time based on the workspaces that are most uh, critical for me at this time. And I can jump between these projects. I'm not jumping between applications. I'm doing everything from Colonus. And again, by not doing this via email, and this is why Think Out of the Inbox, we're able to put all our content in the context of our teams. And the more team intensive you are, the more you are able to focus on the projects at hand. And you know, you don't have to be an MBA student. You can, we have students from journalism that are using this for co-authoring various documents. We have people right now in San Jose State and in Haas that are working on these big pilot projects. And we'll see that in our case studies later on but you're actually prioritizing your time and you're able to share these workspaces regardless of what content you're sharing. Colonus is a collaboration tool. That's the main focus of it. So now that we're done with the demo, let's take a look right now at some other aspects of Colonus. And let's take a quick overview of the technical uh, aspects of Colonus. We talk about peer-to-peer. -peer. So right now what we have available is these clients that reside on those Mac, Linux, and Windows machines. And it's synchronized transparently between those machines. And on the server component, you're not storing any content on Colonus servers. What Colonus servers do is actually manage the communication. It gives each, uh, it, co it connects between the different team members so they know where to send the content. So for now, what happens is that you get online, you see which team members are online, and it sends it to those members that are currently online. And as you can see here on the side, where we're going with this is also adding voice over IP. No uh, team collaboration can be complete without the voice aspect and the web conferencing. In very soon, we'll also be introducing our on-demand services and hosted components. And this would allow people to synchronize 24-7. So by having a hosted component, you'll be able to have this permanent peer allowing members to synchronize at any time and also have actually a browser-based access to their workspaces. So you'll be able to be free of going around with your client everywhere, just logging in via the browser and accessing your workspaces. 
The last thing is the customization studio. And this is where the objects come into play. So right now there's these five objects. But imagine as a faculty member or the administration, you'll be able to create your own object, a classroom object, a meeting minutes object. So creating more structured data which allows you much more functionality and within the workspaces. So we're going to open this uh, studio for advanced users. Again, this is not uh, going into the code. It's a studio so uh, people can actually create their own objects. Let's talk a bit about our viral marketing. And this, similar to other uh, current web trends, we, as a lean small company, we are very much focused on this viral marketing and seeding hubs that where we plant the Colanos, and currently we're very much focused on the student and uh, university programs because we know that these environments do not, they're unserved, they are the ideal market for us to be targeted and for students to quickly to adopt our solutions and use them. There's a lot of Mac users out there, there are a lot of non-Windows users out there, and we want to make sure that they all have access to a, a user-friendly and a free team solution. That's, uh, the other markets we'll go with this is uh, more natural. We see this based on the grassroots adoptions taking place. It's not only where we seed Colanas, it's where the market is picking up. And if we have an article in Bulgaria or a blog post in Malaysia, the next day we see also uh, downloads in droves from different countries based on this, again, viral marketing nature, word of mouth, and the web non-conventional marketing approach. And, that, and that's why how we see the different marketing professionals, designers, researchers, consultants adopting our solutions. As far as our business model and the things we can share right now, yes, we are providing our solutions for free, but where we're going with this is providing a solution that those users, and we already have many of them, looking to have additional features that they're willing to pay for, to subscribe for, and not need to license these uh, costly enterprise solutions. So some of these solutions fall into these hosted components, having this permanent peer, having the ability to access your workspaces from your client, from, from your, sorry, from your browser, and other uh, applications, people wanting to install on their servers uh, our, our hosted component, that rendezvous server where you can actually connect between the users. There's many users out there that are looking, including schools, looking to host Colanos on their servers. The other premium features is where we're going very soon is the voice component, having the ability to have premium voice conferencing and voice services. For now, the free solution, you will be introducing very shortly the voice over IP, similar to other applications out there. So you have, again, this free uh, component of voice, but you'll be able to sign up for those premium voice solutions as well as web conferencing. So let's go in right now to some case studies. Uh, you know, I've been working with the schools for a long time right now and working with, on different projects and helping schools. And again, I say schools because it's not only students, it's not only faculty, it's administration. Every school, it's through the context that we have, through the grassroots adoption, we see users in different schools adopting Colanos very quickly. And I think what it takes is maybe after a few uh, days of getting familiar with Colanos, realizing how the value of Colanos is in the context of teams. And again, I mentioned the more intense the team environment is, the more likely to embrace Colanos and use it throughout a school project. Let's take a look at one project here at, that's taking place at Haas. Uh, about two or three weeks ago, 
Mateo and I presented to a class in Haas, and a few students really liked what we saw, what they saw, and immediately downloaded, installed it, and used it for a, a project that they're doing with actually a large travel company, an online travel company, and the needs that they had for this project were mainly being able to form this ad hoc team and to be able to share a lot of files. And when I say a lot of files, I was privileged to see this workspace and I cannot believe how many files and objects they've already are already using within this workspace. And uh, some of the other features or characteristics of this team are it is a mix of Mac and Windows users. The, the number of files that they're using is over 200 and the space itself is over 100 meg uh, as of a few days ago. So they're using this workspace and they're synchronizing between the six different students uh, you know, we're talking about a lot of content that's being synchronized, but since they all have broadband access, this is not a problem, and they are uh, encounter not encountering any challenges using Colanas to share these workspaces. And again, when I, share, when I say share these workspaces, they're actually creating these mirror images between their computers that everybody has all the content in one place, and they can work on it and act on it whenever they wish. The main challenges that they were facing when they went into this project is that they needed a solution that can handle all the documents and files, and they were doing changes to them very often. The other thing is schools, and, and this is what we experienced going into schools, is they offer some great solutions, some of which are open source, some of which are licensed, but still the main problem that they are that they face, the students at least, uh, are that they are academic driven. They are very much focused from top down. They are not catered to the collaboration needs of the students or the faculty and administration. So what happens is that you get this great solution with a lot of functionality, but most of them or all of them are actually hosted, so they also uh, have the problems that are related to hosted applications. And this means uploading and downloading various uh, files and not being able to do this in batch processes, needing to be online all the time. Uh, the, the word cumbersome and easy to use, these are all frequent terms that come up because students want something easy. The word cool does come up often too, and the need to be able to collaborate without the restrictions that some of these solutions uh, impose. The main advantage of Colanos from this team was that it was, yes, visually attractive, it was very important, easy to use, intuitive, and the, the ability to really have one place to manage all the aspects of this team project, having it all in one location. And this is the quote that uh, the student that I interviewed for this said, it is exciting to work in a near real-time environment and having the most up-to-date content readily available and easily accessible to all members. And this is, again, the, the usability aspect of it, the having one location to do it all instead of jumping around, having the audit trail, all these aspects were critical for the team's success. The next uh, case study, uh, another program here in the Bay Area, it is San Jose State University. And the difference, the main difference here is this was, uh, we approached San Jose State University through the administration, through the faculty, and this project was actually led from a faculty member. So it was interesting to see how they embraced it and how they used it. And initially, uh, uh, the professor who was working on this project uh, did struggle and had, it, had some challenges, but by the time that we interviewed her for this uh, case study, she was really excited by how she's able right now to get this project on Colanos. And the, some of the uh, characteristics of this project 
are, that are different from the previous case is that these are not only students and faculty, there's even a sponsoring company that's part of this workspace and they needed to be able to allow the members of this company from France, from China and across the U.S. to be part of this workspace. So again, you're inviting people to a workspace, to a shared project, which many applications restrict you, be it firewalls, be it other aspects of organizations that restrict users to be able to share content. So all these members will be able to, using Colanos, and there were over 23 students in this project, and again, the Mac and Windows comes up all the time. You'll find, especially in these kind of programs, design or MBA students, you'll find plenty of non-Windows users who want to have equal access to solutions that are just as easy and just as intuitive to use. And in this case, they were sharing not only regular files, but there was rich media files they had to share and work on uh, concurrently. The challenges that they faced was, again, uh, being able to access these files across a different organization and track the latest changes, as well as the alternative options that were offered to them from school. And they did have the Blackboard option, and they did try the Basecamp option. For those who are not familiar, Blackboard is education-oriented. It is very much focus on academia and it is a costly solution but the main issue that related to Blackboard are the need to upload and download and all the different aspects that make it somewhat of a cumbersome solution. Now Basecamp on the other hand is a very user-friendly solution. It's still hosted, it's still online only. The only problems that came up here were that it's, there was multiple passwords and logins that these uh, users encountered that they didn't uh, made things very difficult for them to collaborate. And the, the main point that uh, the professor actually brought up was that Colanos provided this quick access to all the team members and ability to download and get going. Uh, and she even used the, fr the phrase, dead easy to use. And she also the one that said that Colanos is a collaboration tool. Colanos is built for collaboration and anyone, no matter what work environment you are from, can use it. You know, when she mentioned the other application, how they're focused on academia and uh, other aspects of the work that involved, she highlighted Colanos is not necessarily for the academia. Colanos is for uh, people needing to collaborate. So with this, I conclude the demonstration and the slides that Scott, uh, if there's any questions for the audience, you can go ahead. Sure. Thank you, Gil. Um, so we have Matteo in addition to Gil in the studio with us, and I have a couple of uh, questions. I think I'll start with uh, perhaps the easiest one. Um, in, the, in the demo, there was uh, uh, some of the files were in blue and some were in black. Um, what is the significance of the difference in color? <coughs> it was, I think, when you and Matteo went to workspace and <coughs> one file name was blue. Is there any significance to that? Um, I. Uh, there isn't a particular significance to that. Uh, it's just that uh, when you select a file, it changes in color. And also, I think there must be some kind of interference as well with the recording uh, tool that we used. Uh, but uh, yeah, great. Um, how many uh, downloads? And I don't know if you can disclose this information, I but can. Um, how many downloads overall or in any given month? What sort of user-based count? Are we yeah, I saw, I saw the question. I thought it is. A very good question. We have uh, approximately 25,000 downloads uh, to date, um, and in terms of growth, we are very happy to see that uh, we see increases month over month. So, uh, if if uh, the 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 numbers that I've seen for February are confirmed, February is going to be our best month. Um, that means for us that uh, we are seeing acceleration 
in the adoption, which is exactly what we want to see. Okay, there's uh, two questions that might be kind of related. Um, I think in the demo you showed how to find or, or add team members. Um, what about finding team members that you don't know exist or uh, maybe something that's pre-populated a database store of, say, an LDAP server, uh, something like that, so that uh, you don't need to know how to find or invite somebody, but sort of the list of, of potential team members is provided from another source. Any thinking on that? Yes. Yeah, let's, uh, there's two points here. One is, currently, you can invite only online team members. So when you go online, you see who is online, you put in, I put in Mateo, he was online. If he wasn't online currently, I could not invite him. This will change next month as we introduce our central user directory, which would allow you to invite any offline member. So it just requires that you are a Colonos member so they can find you. Regarding the LDAP, the LDAP would be introduced once we uh, start selling these premium features of organizations being able to install it on their servers and then they'll be able to integrate it with their LDAPs and their, their directories that, of that internal organization. Okay. I think that's going to be an interesting feature for uh, universities who want to um, use the product but still have sort of their own user groups and, and right. so on. So I think that, that'll be an interesting uh, feature to, to add to the mix. Um, speaking of features, what is your uh, development cycle in terms of uh, releases? Do I have to download a whole other client? How does the client get updated? And uh, related to that, how, how do you sort of um, decide on what features to add over any given period of time? Maybe I can, maybe can take this one. Um, our development cycle is very fast. We, uh, we work in dashes, uh, two-week-long dashes. Uh, that doesn't mean that we roll out a new version every two weeks, but our internal development cycle, uh, cycle operates uh, with that pace. Uh, we uh, release uh, to the public new releases approximately every month. Um, the great news is that the update um, is uh, fully automated and it happens seamlessly uh, once you have Colonus Workplace 1.1.0 uh, installed on your uh, computer. If there is an update available, the moment you go online, uh, the system will detect that and will ask you if you want to proceed with the update right then. If you decide not to do that, then it will, you will be prompted at the, at the later date. And there was another uh, part of the question, I guess, uh, how we prioritize features. Um, for, for, for a small company like Colonus, we have a, a fairly uh, structured and disciplined approach to, uh, to feature prioritization. Of course, there's a lot that we can roll out. We have a, a roadmap um, looking forward uh, at least 12 months in detail and beyond that, uh, in more, more, uh, more at the higher generic level. Um, but we've done a lot of uh, listening and uh, Gil spends an inordinate amount of his time uh, listening to users and learning from users what is really that they need. And that's uh, a key input in our uh, prioritization process. Yeah, if I can add there. If I may add, uh, I think another aspect is this agility of being able to, these days, to quickly, to change things on very often. And we have these top 10 featured lists that changes so often but it comes down to, and Matteo was alluding to this, is that we are actually 
listening to our users. We have the active user forum. We've got people that are just, you know, really sending us emails all the time and feeding us all related uh, features and improvements that they see that will enhance our product. And based on that, we are uh, updating those uh, top 10 features. So it's, a, it's great to have this development team that is able to quickly change. Great. And uh, the last question is kind of a broad um, uh, question, maybe related to the mention you made, Gil, of a uh, web client. Uh, maybe not, but uh, essentially, uh, it's uh, the whole social networking space and the uh, web 2.0 and um, obviously uh, workplaces about uh, teams being able to collaborate together. But any thinking within Colanos of what is the impact of social networking um, potentially on Colanos uh, and whether or not that ties into the web client you mentioned, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts in general and, and specifically uh, with uh, Colanos and social networking? Yeah, maybe I'll take that one. Um, certainly, we are uh, bringing social networking type features uh, into the product. Um, if you think about the way you do use Colanos and our users uh, use Colanos today, is that they go online, they search for uh, through a directory of users that are connected in that moment and, and soon users that are simply registered on the system and we are enriching that uh, database with information uh, that of course uh, uh, that, that, that users voluntarily submit about who they're working for, what projects they're working on, um, where they are located and so forth. So obviously this creates a base because this is an open uh, directory. It creates a base for um, implanting some social networking features on top of this. Uh, in a not too distant future, it's, it's going to be possible for users to, for example, identify uh, groups within that directory and uh, participate in those groups and, and become members of those groups. So I can uh, easily imagine uh, groups that are related to specific uh, academic interests or uh, location uh, affiliations or um, other type of, of associations. And uh, certainly, um, once we have uh, created a user base that is large enough um, th th so that these interactions are possible or are happening, then uh, transfer of services and connections uh, between members are going to happen, and we're building features around that. So we're certainly aware of this trend, and we think it's going to be key, actually, in bringing collaboration to the next level beyond the enterprise borders. Great. Well, I'd like to thank uh, our guests today, uh, Gil Hyman and Matteo Fabiano from Colanos. And uh, Gil, do you want to add something, any closing comment? Yeah, please. For, for those of you right now who have not installed yet Colanos and are still considering whether or not they uh, need such an application, and this might not be for people who are not working on team projects, but one way to do this, I urge you, is next time you open your email client, check how many of those emails could have been placed in the context of one or more of your teams that you're working on, and how much easier it would have been later on to be able to refer to this new content that was thrown in an email or attachment that were part of that email, and see it in a Colonus way. See how you can think of the inbox and be able to manage your time 
and productivity levels, as well as benefiting all the other different advantages of Colanos, being having a, a backup, you know, synchronization tool with your team members. So, you know, really trying us out and seeing if this is something that would be a good match for your uh, teamwork and how much time it could reduce versus using email. Uh, thanks again. Well, we've actually had another question show up, and we've got some time on the webcast, so I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, take that. Um, thank you to the viewer um, for adding that and getting that in before we close today. Um, how does this product compete against a collaboration solution like Neartime? Are you familiar with Neartime? Um, no, is it, I'm assuming. Well, I guess we. With near time. Well, let's assume that near time is a solution that is a hosted solution. I don't know if it's in line with the base camp, if it has an instant messenger component, if it's a, my guess it, it is a synchronous uh, real time solution. And if not, uh, I'm sorry for the user that has sent this email. But again, having the peer to peer versus a online only solution or a hosted solution. It's not, to my surprise, actually, more and more as I speak to users, it's not only the offline capabilities, it's having this rich client experience and something good to be said about still having a client on your computer that allows users to have uh, this experience based on what they're used to. You know, you don't have to download or learn how to use a new word processor. Use what you already have on your computer and just throw it into Colanos. You don't have to learn how to use a new folder structuring system. You know, everything is based on existing solutions and functionality. So ramping up quickly is key, and the usability, no doubt, is one of the main things that comes up with users using Colanos. Well, let's uh, see. They're trying to provide us some more information here, so let me see if I can grab that. Um, New York Times product is called Flow. It's a web-based collaboration suite. Uh, thank you, viewer, for that. So uh, a data point to, to look at uh, after the webcast. Absolutely. And um, again, I just want to thank uh, Gil and Mateo for joining us in the studio. And a reminder to our viewers that next month, uh, March 28th, we will have our iTunes U integration webcast. Thank you, and have a great day.